Yeah, not so bad. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay, loving life, as always. As always. Decided to go with LucasAid Orange this week instead of LucasAid Zest or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, you were getting the the lemonade one, weren't you? Yeah. Now I'm getting the Orange Ed. I've not. I've never been. Bit, the only LucasAid I ever really liked was the Apple one, because it was really nice. No, not a fan of the Orange. No, I'm, I'm. I quite like Apple. Like apple flavored drinks, like apple juice, like absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Like orange juice is good, but a nice apple juice is just. I remember um, what's the little little mm. sells a really nice apple juice that is um, tastes like apple pie. It's like ever so slightly spiced. It's cloudy and it tastes like cooked apples as opposed to uh, fucking raw apples. It's really nice. I the like it fuck a lot. are you doing? I was unblanketing myself. <laughs> slowly stripping off I mean I can but we'd get shut down yeah don't do that uh, yeah sometimes yeah I'm not a massive fan of like Apple LucasEd I quite liked it mm. or at least I did I'm also going to crop my camera a little bit because it's just pissing me off alright you do that I will professional Scoot, scoot, scoot myself over. My hair's a mess, but I don't care right now. Well, you never do. It's usually, it's usually a big bush. It's usually under a hat. Yeah, that's true. Close enough. Whatever. Fine. There we go. Done. So yeah, it's just why I'm not massive fan. Of Apple Luke said, "You know what? I do have a, a very occasionally. I just have a craving for like just Luke said original. Uh, it's one. got a it's got a weird taste. It's yeah. very it is what it is, and it's not like any other flavor. It's usually <coughs> when I've been out the night before. I just think, oh, you're a you hangover cure. It's not very often, but occasionally I think oh, I just I just have to go to co-op and just original. It's got original." Yeah. I, no, I'm not a big. I know my grandma drinks it, but don't know whether she's diabetic or something. But she she normally has one in the car. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not big on Lucasade. Like in general, the uh, Lucasade Sport. I remember having a few of them. Like I think it was the. I've no idea what flavor I got either. Like the orange one with orange flavor is always like. Orange. Fine. Yeah. It is. It is, like perfectly mediocre. Um. So what's the red one? Is that not like raspberry or something like that? Could have been that. I, I generally quite like a raspberry flavor, especially blue raspberry. Hmm. Blue raspberry is a, a go-to if it's an option. Yeah, fair enough. How's work been this week? Uh, it was. It's weird because, like, I think I, I think I said last week that there's like three different ways in which work can go either. It's busy all day and we like pre-book pretty early on. Or it's just kind of quiet. Or we get a load of bookings early on. And then, um, like, after like six o'clock, it's just people ringing up for orders straight away as opposed to pre-booking. Uh, Friday was kind of quiet. It wasn't too bad. Like, I think we did like 20 odd. So it was perfectly all right just not busy yeah but then saturday like we got a load of pre-orders for early on oh no we got a load of pre-orders for like last thing at night 
and then we had people ringing in for like the earlier half of the day which was weird because that just normally doesn't happen but overall it was it was fine apart from like the last order was for seven pizzas and with a pizza oven that is can only handle four at a time it's annoying yeah and one of those was a calzone they take 10 minutes Ugh. it's a faff yeah. are you one of these people that's kind of looked at the lockdown rules and started planning the rest of your year yet no I don't care like the the only stuff that's coming up will be planned last minute and it'll be family stuff like all my family like other than direct family it's been birthdays everything is delayed until we can all like sit around and hang out again so it's going to be a case of okay lockdown's actually lifted all the restrictions are gone right cool we'll all hang out and have a collective year's worth of birthdays yeah um what's the cake situation going to be like you're just going to each have a cake everyone's having a cake I'll bring my own cake just bring your own cake to the party birthday party yeah. I know that my my grandparents have always like have already like half planned that when we can all go around they're going to make chip buddies like gonna actually make them like <laughs> and they said oh yeah well I'm competition who can make the best chips and I commented I was like oh yeah I'm up for that <laughs> they were like yeah fuck off <laughs> you're banned <laughs> I'm banned unfair advantage <laughs> it was uh, my dad's birthday last week hmm and you know like I was telling you the other week that he's just spent like the last two months of lockdown just building loads of Lego yeah we just got him a Lego t-shirt <laughs> nice. like just chipped in for a Lego t-shirt just to piss him off you can um, there is uh, the Yogscast some of the Yogscast they do a live stream called Studs where they just make a Lego set <laughs> that's the stream Fair they enough. stream building a Lego set yeah and yeah it's like I can't even I can't remember what it says it says something like I love Lego or something like that <laughs> with a Lego head on it oh jeez but it's just one of them yeah. yeah between me and my two brothers and my dad it's who can sniff out an opportunity to <laughs> take the piss let's go with it because I know that you were saying you send him that video uh, Christmas every year yeah is it the oh it's the Picard Star Wars Yes. It was the year before last that me and my brother unscripted sent it out on the same day. Tell you what I've been looking at this week. Um, Because I think I've mentioned that me and Becca, when it it came to like December, and we were like, we've got quite a lot of money saved up for treats and stuff that we haven't been able to spend. Mm. So we decided, oh, we'll get ourselves, we'll treat ourselves to get like some new clothes. So I spent like... uh, 150 quid on new clothes and it like i'm really happy with the amount of stuff that i got and it's just like enough to build on what i've already got so i can mix stuff up and i can actually dress like semi nice now yeah which which is it's nice to feel like uh i've put the effort in even just every now and again like i went to work i was just wearing like a nice shirt and they're like oh where are you going i was like no just it was nice to wear a shirt yeah uh but I'm also going to be getting some new rocks or some form of gothy boot because I don't have any. I haven't had any for years and I really miss having a set. Yeah. Like new rocks are the like proper thick sole chunky bastards. Yeah. So I've been looking at them but there's a lot of options. 
like a lot of options just too many options yeah and i want to pick the right ones uh but becca said like oh well i can get you this is like anniversary gift kind of thing she's like oh well if you want um i can get you some for your birthday as well so then you've got two sets and it's not as important that you get the right set I was like, oh, well, that's fair enough. But the one thing that I am planning for, like, post-lockdown is, like, tattoos and stuff. Yeah. Because, like, it's just... Just not the option. <laughs> it's like the option's been taken away, and I can't just, like, message Reese and be like, oi, stab me up. Stab me up with a needle. I do need to, like, there was, um... There was a few months ago now, but my nipple piercing fell out. It, I just woke up and it was in the bed. And I went to go put it back in, but it had healed up. So I'd like to get my nipple pierced again. Yeah. That's a... Uh... Was that after you got your nose done or before? I've had my nose done for ages. No, the top one. Oh, no, it was... um. I got this done the day before lockdown hit again. So this was like uh, the 27th. So your nipple piercing fell out after that then? Yeah, right, after that, lockdown that's lifted. That's what I was getting at. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But, yeah... I think I've only been into like a tattoo place once, and that's because one of my mates was getting a tattoo. <laughs> it's not somewhere that I go, considering I've never had tattoo, never had a tattoo. No, you should get one. You no. like it? Why? No. You know why? Why? I've forgotten. Because <laughs> no. because I know that my mum will kick the shit out of me. So the only that's... reason the only reason that you're not doing it is because you get free haircuts now. No, I don't get for you to cut. Well, well, you've got to pay it. Well, I can go to my mum's to get a haircut, but I just don't. I've, I've, I've had a complaint at the uh, at how my camera is set, so I'm gonna. Oh, I can't zoom so. in in this, and it's fucking annoying. Fucking yeah, probably better. Complaint number two just come through. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, there's that. Alt. There we go. That. It's still off. I can. I can see. Oh fuck. <laughs> can't even. Like it's the fact that I can't zoom in that is driving me mental. Right, alright. Bum, bum, bum. <sighs> nah, it's, it's... Yeah, th- this is why I mean you're completely different. I would yep. have gone, no, fuck you, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse, apparently. <laughs> God, leave oh, it like that, fuck them. No, no, right. Because it's annoying me now. Oh, for fuck's sake. Shrink myself down, get myself in the corner. You said weeks ago you were going to sort this out. Yeah, well, I said weeks ago that I cared. Well, I knew at least one of those was a lie. Oh, right. Oh, fucking... Right. Get it to. A little bit more. Nope. 
Nearly there. Nearly there. Nearly got it. Fuck's sake. It is so close. Oh, it's not even meeting the other side. Never mind, don't worry about it. Yeah, nobody cares about your side. Yeah, well, my side looks alright. You're the one fucking about. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly, I nearly got it. I'm sorry. You know, marginally. Shut up, don't you glare at me, noblet. Stop it. Close enough, whatever, fine, I'm leaving it. <laughs> I need to get a better webcam because I'm super pixelated compared to you, but, you know. You are super zoomed in compared to me. Yeah, yours is, I want to say, like, three feet away from your face. Mine is, like, 20. Eight. Eight feet away. I'll get a... It's more than eight feet. Oh, yeah, because I suppose I'm, like... Six foot. Nearly six foot, yeah. See, it's, like, 12 foot away. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, that's... That marginally so. I was talking about boots and getting some nice boots. Yeah, get yourself some nice stompy, stompy boots. Stompy, stompy boots, yeah. Because I've worn Becca's before, because we're almost the same size shoe. Fuck me, she's got big feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm going to hear a shout from upstairs. <laughs> I don't care. Oh. I'll stand on the table, she won't be able to reach me. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, she has a uh, solid feet. Like those ones that she's got there, uh, I can fit in. They're very, very comfy. Okay. I think I'll be leaving early tonight. Just, <laughs> just through the fucking window. Yeah. I've always said you can't trust a small person because they're very angry. Yeah, she'll uh, say, "Oh, Keith, can you come upstairs? Can you hold this shelf for me while I put it up?" And then uh, <laughs> you're going through the window. No, she's just gonna beat me to death with the shelf. I'll do you a stab. Go for it. <laughs> what are you going to stab me shin? <laughs> Put him out of his misery. Fucking midgets. <laughs> she is a midget gem. <laughs> well, yeah, if you say so. Right, I was talking about boots and uh, how I need some of them. Then I got distracted by camera fixings. Um, Becca being small. Yep. Like, that's literally just where we were. I was trying to backtrack, saying, like, oh, we're talking about how short Becca is. Like, I'm talking about that two seconds ago. I'm trying to go backwards to figure out where we were. Um, I was just about to say, um, I was, well, I told you this outside. I was telling one of the lads from at, at work about where mm. else. Yep. I still can't f fully explain where else. That is, uh, that is one of the things I'm excited for opening up again I want to go to Warehouse I've missed it yeah but I can't even though it'll be legal to go again I'm kind of against going straight away because there's clearly going to be a massive like jump in uh, like infections straight after they lift everything yeah. I don't want to be like I don't want to either get it or spread it so I might That's leave it, it a bit I think the whole point of by the time we completely open up that enough of the country will have the vaccine that it the rest of us it won't really affect. Mm, I'd hope so, because uh, what 
it's like it's 21st of June I think fully opened up all restrictions lifted everything's fine yeah. continue about your day but if you think they've already done over 65s I think they've done more than that because I know yeah. my friend uh, Mick at work I think they they must be in the uh, 45 to 55 bracket because Mick's had his yeah a few people around my age have had it that I know that have like pre-existing conditions or whatever um so if you think that already is a big chunk of the country and we've still got two and a half months to go yeah so I think by then they're hoping to have enough done for herd yeah are you thing. registered with a GP I am yeah Lizard. a local one yeah Lizard. oh alright fair Lizard. enough that's fine because I need to I've got my form filled in I need to take it down I'll take it down tomorrow because I'm still currently registered at the old one <laughs> Becca made the mistake because uh, she she rang them to try and get an appointment for something and said, oh, I need to update my address. Updated her address and they went, all right, well, you can stay with us for a month, but you're, you're too far out of our radius now, so we will no longer be your GP. Yeah, if you like, well, if you think mine's Lytham Road, so it's literally a few hundred yards from your house. Yeah, uh, there's one literally just down there, it, that way even, yeah. so like, it's not far. One side of my street, I've got a dentist. The other side of my street, I've got a GP. So nice. He's already with a dentist as well. I always Absolutely. forget dentist because it only yeah. comes up every now and again. I forget. Yeah. I think I tried to register at that dentist like oh, just over two years ago, hmm. and they're like, oh well, I think it was like January time that I need score. And like, oh, well, we've just had a dentist retire and another dentist is going on maternity leave. And, oh. yeah, we might, like, struggle to get to you. I like, but fill out these forms anyway. Filled them out, just never heard back from them. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I need to go do that again. Yeah. Because I know uh, me, like, <clears throat> when I was young enough to still be, like, doing that stuff with my mum my mum for ages had us a, a private dentist on lane ends like across from the pub it was just a little further down uh, mm. there's a dentist there that is really really good but when it when we first started like it wasn't it mustn't have been that expensive because we could afford it but then I think I was like 14 15 and it was just a checkup for three of us and they're like yeah that'll be like 180 quid my mum's like what that's ridiculous. How have you not told people that prices have gone up? That is so extortionate. They're like, oh, well, can you pay it now? <laughs> Fucking no. So uh, we ended up going with a, a regular dentist, as it were. I've always wondered about that. Like, if you go into a dentist and I've worked on them and they go, oh, it's excellent. You go, oh, shit, that's a lot more than I expected it to be. What do they do? <laughs> they unfix your teeth. Just fucking punch you until they're broken again. Yeah, no, uh, they. If you can't pay then, they're gonna try and put you on a payment plan, basically. And then if you don't pay that, they'll ring you and do this, the standard stuff that we were doing. Right. At work, okay. like they'll try for a little bit, and if not, it'll, uh, debt collection agency. Fair enough. Yeah. Lovely. But yeah, I need to go to a dentist. I've been needing to go to a dentist for about three months. <sighs> I just I know um there's one there's a dentist right next to the bus station that has a big poster up saying they're uh, still taking on 
So I might, I might go there at some point this week. But I don't know if it's a private dentist or not. That one? No, that's that's the NHS one. The Synergy If it's dental. the one that I'm thinking about that's next to the bus station, there might be two around there, but I'm fairly certain that's the one that I went to when we both worked together and I had really hmm. bad toothache. To the point not that one. That's the emergency dentist. I'm thinking of a different. Um, right, you know, okay. Garstang Road, that one, like there. If you go all the way down that road into town, you like go straight to the bus station. If you follow it all the way straight. Okay. Um. So you've got the big crossroads bus stations there. It's there. They have right, a big okay. uh, poster up saying uh, still taking on patients. It's been up for years though, so it could just be they haven't taken it down, but it might be worth checking. If they're open now, because I'm, I'm my dad was having a shitload of trouble. Because mm. he got fitted for a crown, had it all made, and had his appointment to get it fitted two days after first lockdown started. Okay. So he's gone almost a year without having this crown fitted. Is he in pain? He wasn't. He got a temporary filling. Okay. But he said that it was like sometime around October that it cracked. But he managed to get like an emergency dentist to fill it in again or something. Yeah, fair enough. I really haven't watched anything of interest this week. Like nothing of interest. Um, me and Becca started watching It's a Sin. That's been quite interesting. I, d I don't think you'd find it all that fascinating. Um, but it's about the AIDS crisis in mostly in England when that was going on, and it's just okay. essentially it's it's mostly just like a drama, but it's like slightly documentary-ish yeah. in the sense that it's like it's showing you how people reacted and there's just like all these gay guys are like yeah I'm not worried about it it's Americans that have to worry about it because it's going on over there but how would a disease only target gay people Yeah, and then like the stigma that came from it and the stigma with people that had it and families around it, it, it's quite interesting I've been enjoying it we've watched two episodes so far yeah because one of my um, old housemates um, I was talking to him, him about like AIDS and stuff and he's like oh yeah I I have like a prescription thing that I take I'm not sure if it's like every so often or just before I had sex just to make sure he didn't get it ah. so you can actually get things now like mm. tablets and stuff that you take that actually stops you, stops you from getting it so you can't get infected. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that they kind of come that far. Hmm. Just wrap oh. up. Wrap up safe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a plabber. Wrap your knob. Don't be a knob. Wrap your knob. Hey. Yeah, so that's been good. Um, we finished watching One Division. That was a couple of weeks ago now. But that was solid. That was fine. Yeah. I need to have a look to see when the other one's coming out, but you're not interested in that. Later this month. I think it's a couple yeah. of weeks away. It's towards the end of this month. I will watch it because I want to be caught up. It's the only reason I'm going to watch it. I don't care about either character. I really don't care. Yeah. But I'll watch it because interesting stuff could happen. Because of FOMO. Yep, but also I like the superheroes that actually have superhero-y powers and that are interesting rather than 
man with metal wings and man with metal arm. I thought the whole point of the Winter Soldier is that he had a similar um, super serum to Captain America. Even I don't find Captain America interesting. Captain America is a very strong man with a bouncy frisbee. I don't care. Okay. Oh, what? And the other guy's a really strong man with a metal arm. I don't care. Okay. Who, who, who do you find interesting? Scarlet Witch was pretty interesting. I like, like that's an interesting thing going on. Vision's all right. Iron Iron Man, his personality comes through. Every other just human character who's normal, as it were. I don't care. Thor. Thor is fun. Hulk is fun. Hawkeye's not. He's a man with a bow. Well, I think we've had this discussion before. And like, can you really call them superheroes if they don't have superhuman powers? Yeah, I th- I still consider the super part to be in reference to the good that you are doing. Mm. Like, sure, you can do like a surgeon, a hero, or whatever. A superhero is one who does it just on a bigger scale. No. Because for me, there's a difference between a superhero and a vigilante. Batman's a vigilante because he fights crime and he's not a police officer. Mm. Where the Hulk is a shoot, like a superhero because he's got superpowers. Still a vigilante though. No, well, that's the difference though, isn't it? Yeah. That. A superhero is a vigilante with superhuman abilities. Actually, I think, depending, like, this, uh, depending on what, like, era of Batman. Like, Batman is a vigilante most of the time, but in, like, the Justice League, I'm fairly sure that the Justice League is, like, legally mandated and checked up on by politicians and such so they're no longer vigilantes like they are legally allowed to be doing what they're doing what do you call Batman then? I don't know it's not a superhero though just a hero is Iron Man a superhero? no he's just a vigilante <laughs> alright then fine or, why, have we, why have we got onto or, this or, again? Or a soldier. Yeah, alright. Oh yeah, I was saying... Um, uh, yeah, I find the ones that actually have superpowers more interesting than the standard humans with it above hu- average human abilities, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about Black Widow, that film. I care about David Harbour's part in it because he looks fun. I don't think I've seen any of the trailers for it yet. Um, You know Hopper from Stranger Things? Yeah. He's in it. Okay. And his costume basically looks like the Russian version of Captain America. But he looks fun. (laughs) And that's why I'm excited. Fair enough. Yeah, that might be interesting. Because I absolutely loved him in Stranger Things... But then he played Hellboy. I like this this, this fucking. I. Yeah. Hellboy wasn't a good film, but I enjoyed it. 
No, I've watched it twice. Really? Why would you? I've watched it once, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. Because sometimes I'll watch some. Like we've said this before about like. I don't know, the, the Avengers films or whatever. You watch it the first time, you're like, oh, that was brilliant. Yep. And then you watch it again years later, and you go, that actually wasn't that good. I it's think, a decent film. I so. think with regards to that, to an extent, there's an issue with you are basing everything you are judging this character on on all of the character development that they have had. And you are going back to their initial, like their inception, where they're... Yeah. Kind of a cardboard cut out of how you would describe their character. Yeah. So, like, Tony Stark in the first film is a dick. Tony Stark in the second film is a dick. Tony Stark, by the end of it, pretty rounded character, all in all. Yeah. He tries to do good. He has put a lot of effort in, got a family, has had tragedy, is a well rounded person. Captain America is far more interesting later on. I don't care about him when he's just soldier man. Yeah, so the reason why I watched Hellboy a second time because <coughs> I watched it the first time and went yeah that was shit and then I watched it again like a, a while later and thought well I'll watch it again and s- see what I think because mm. if I've got through it once then it might be alright but watched it a second time I'm like no this is still shit yeah, so uh, Ron Perlman was the perfect casting for Hellboy when they made yeah. when Guillermo del Toro made Hellboy one and two. Yeah, perfect casting. It, it was just fantastic from the get go. <coughs> it's like uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I don't know who you could get to replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I don't think he was supposed to be Wolverine originally, was he? I don't know. It's it has legitimately been twenty years. Yeah, I'm sure that I watched an well, I watched part of an interview that's he were talking about coming into the first X Men, but he came in like a few weeks after everybody else because he was replacing the actor that was going to be Wolverine, yeah. and he was saying to I can't remember which actor he said that he feels uncomfortable because all the other cast at that point because they'd been. They've done table reads and all that sort of stuff. Oh, they've they done ca- it all with the other guy. Yeah, they kind of got in... The whole of the cast and the crew and everything had got into a rhythm. Yeah. And, like, a certain routine and something. And all that sort of stuff. And then he'd come in, like, a few weeks, if not, like, a month into filming. So he, he'd say it was a bit uncomfortable because he's then having to kind of get into the rhythm and the everything that everyone else yeah. would get into. kind of works for the character, though, because... Wolverine is kind of standoffish and bit of a loner. Yeah. But them original X-Men films weren't great. One and two were good for the time. Three is really bad. That's why they have backtracked so much to make sure that the third one didn't happen. I can't even remember the third one. Uh, The third one is the Phoenix one. Dark Phoenix, where okay. Green J- Green Jay, Jean Grey, uh, goes all evil and okay. cosmic and melty. So the fir- uh, the first one is the politician, where they try and take the po- politician and make him into a mutant. Yep. What's the second one? No idea what the second one is. I can't remember it at all. Is the second one the one with the guy that can teleport? 
Is that the first one? It's not the first one. First one didn't have Nightcrawler. So that must be the second one then. But I can't remember the context of the second one. Let's, yeah, have, let's have a fucking check because it's annoying me now. Um, what was? Because it's X-Men the first one that they go to that. New York, isn't it? It ends in New York. I'm looking at all these posters and it's not giving me fucking anything. Nightcrawler tries to murder the president. William Stryker, who I'm fairly sure Stryker. William Stryker is the guy that did the experiments on Wolverine and put and see the the metal into his um, around his bones. Is the um, he works for like the military or something? Yes, that's what that was about. Oh, uh, so Nightcrawler's trying to. Nightcrawler tries to kill the president. Um. Let's see. Uh, yes uh, they first one is Magneto trying to convert um, people into mutants yeah I remember that one second one um, they try and get another telepath into Cerebro to kill all non-mutants Okay. That's the second one. Third one, bad. All since, not great. Logan was pretty good. So the third one, if I remember correctly, is the one where um, they're in like the woods. They're hiding out, the bad guys are hiding in the woods and they're trying to hire other mutants to fight the war and all that sort of stuff. I can't remember. It's been such a fucking long time. Jean Grey dies at some point and she comes back That's in the, the third one. She dies at the end of the second one. Yes, and then the third one she comes back. She's not quite right. Kind of gets with Wolverine for like half a second. Cyclops is all sad because, oh no, my Jean Grey. And then she goes all evil and melts people. More accurately, disintegrates people. Yeah. Well, the the X Men films are the newer ones are fine. The older ones are one and two are fine. Three's not good. They had a real bad run for a long time. X Men Origins Wolverine is god awful. Uh, Days of Future Past I wasn't huge on. Like there was a lot going on around there that I just didn't like. Um, Apocalypse was kind of all right. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I still haven't seen Dark Phoenix. I had a friend who was like super into Dark Phoenix coming out. I didn't care. I couldn't care. Yeah. Just for them, innit? Mm. Um, but yeah, really not watched anything of interest recently. Like I said, I think I mentioned it to you last week that I started watching Your Honor. With Bri- Brian Cranston? Oh, yes, he said. Yeah. I've not watched any more of that. The first episode kind of put me off because I was eating at the same time. Yeah, you said. Yep. So that's going to be one of them that I'm, I watch while I'm not eating. Which is probably for the best. But it's... From what I can tell of how it's written and stuff, 
it's very similar. It's a very similar character to what he plays in the early seasons of Breaking Bad. Okay, so a little fumbly. So he plays a judge, and he's the good guy, and then he his son tells him that he's accidentally killed someone with his car hmm. and done a, basically done a runner and so he's like telling his son that he needs to give himself over and he's going to pay for his lawyer hmm. all that sort of stuff and when they get to the police station he says just wait there I'll go in first hmm. and then ha- as he goes into the police station before he gets to like the reception he hears like a woman screaming and realises that the woman and her husband are like the head of the mob family in the city and they're the biggest uh, mob family. So then he goes, puts kind of two and two together to yep. realise that his son had hit their son and basically killed him. Yep. And then this, like the end of the first episode he goes, you're not giving yourself over to the police because he kind of figures... Yeah, you, that, that's a death sentence. That's a death sentence. You can't do that. Yep. Morally, yes, you need to give yourself up to the police, but you can't because you will get killed yep. in prison. So, I think the rest of it hit... Well, at least the rest of that season is him just trying to cover up that crime. Yeah. like the, Me thinking now, the only good option there is he speaks to the police on his behalf and goes, yeah, fine, he is fine to... It was very much an accident. It is going to go to court. If he is found not guilty, he needs to go into witness protection. If he does go to jail, he needs to be in fucking protective custody because he will get stabbed in prison. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not sure how the... um how it kind of all works over in America yeah, I, think, no, I think you go to jail while the whole yeah that's what bail's for yeah um, you go but... you go to jail to be held until your sentence is given and then you go to prison yeah but you can't you might not I think if it's like murder you might not get bail yeah so I, th- I think he's just made a decision right there and then gone fuck that he's we're not telling anyone we're gonna cover it up and mm. never speak of it again so I'm just presuming that he's come because I haven't watched the rest of it but my prediction is going to be he covers it up relatively well there's something that he's going to miss that's going to yeah. come out very breaking bad it's his son's going to fucking crack under the pressure and want to tell someone probably will will tell the wrong person yeah the mob family will probably find out so on so forth um, I think that's one of the reasons that I, c- I kind of don't want to watch it because I c- I, you can pretty much plot it out. Yeah, probably worth watching just to see if there's any like twists and turns. Yeah, but to be fair, Breaking Bad is still one of my all-time favorite TV shows. It was phenomenal. Um, my only issue is thinking back. I'm thinking back to it. I'm like, it's kind of slow. It's yeah. good at at the time, but now thinking back, not a lot happens throughout the entire show. Like not a lot happens. Have you rewatched it recently? I have not. I've I watched it once. That's you, it. Full stop. Rewatch it. 
Because mm. like I said to my me met at the time, I said, you're not going to overly enjoy the first season. The first season is fine, huh. but it's not great. It's when you start watching the second season that it all starts hitting shit hitting the fan. Because I think I can't. It was the first season or the second season that was being written towards the start of the writer's strike when that kicked off. Yeah. Jesse Pinkman was supposed to be killed off at the end of season one or season two. But yeah. because of the writer's strike, they didn't get a chance to put it in. Okay. And everyone collectively decided, yeah, that was the greatest thing that we ever didn't do. We are very happy we didn't kill him off. He is the only... Because he's not relatable but he, you are able to pity him. Yeah. Because he is so very taken advantage of by um, fucking... Heisenberg. Yeah, I'm trying to or think of Walter his... Walter White. Walter, yeah. He is taken advantage of dramatically. So you, you do... like You can't sympathise with him, but you pity him. Yeah. Like pretty hard, and he's the only character in the show that you can do that with. Hate Skylar; she can die in a hole. Walter's not that great. He's not. Yeah, I think that like kind of the main reason why it was so successful, especially at that time, and probably still now. Like if I rewatched it, it'd probably be brilliant. Is it's almost the reverse arc of that character. Yeah. In the way that most most characters, when you watch, like Tony Stark, for instance, the first film is a bit, well, he's a bell end. Yep. And then throughout, he progresses and all that sort of stuff, and then he turns out to be a well rounded character. Yep. Walter White's the opposite of that. Yep. No, it's. He, he starts out as a great guy. And then because of all this shit that happens, he turns out, out to be an absolute bastard. Yeah, uh, initially you want him to earn enough for his treatment. Full stop, that's all that you want. You want him yeah. to get enough that he can uh, he can get what he needs. Yeah. Then it gets to the point where he's clearly got enough and you're just wanting to give him wins so that he can stop. Yeah, but like he says it in like spoilers for fucking Breaking Bad. I'll... No, no, no apologies. It's been out far too long for that. It has been out less than ten years. Like I think it finished less than ten years ago. Did it? Yeah, I think it did. Well, think if it you just... haven't watched it at this point, then sort your life. He out. says it himself towards the end where he's like, "No, I did it because it was fun." Yeah, he did it because he was addicted to. Yep. The high risk, high reward yeah. lifestyle. But oh, yeah, very bad. But yeah, it's um one of the other option I had as a topic for today was uh, going to be uh, Bojack Horseman. But Bojack Horseman is very similar, not in pacing, but in how season to season he's not a good person, and he is becoming a worse person as it goes on. And you just want like he starts doing well at some points. You're like, yes, finally he's on the up and up. No. It is also that his fall is even worse, and only like maybe by the end, you're like, he's in a good place now. Yeah, it I don't is think the. F- I've not watched it all. I've only watched a few seasons. I, but I think I got bored. With I've it. watched all. I've watched all of it. It. Season one might as well not be BoJack Horseman. It's a different show. Like, 
in the first couple of episodes they show they ask Bojack oh what was it like in your childhood yeah and you, it just flashes back to like a horrible scene like when you're first watching it like, oh it's a cartoon about a horseman oh ha 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 his dad was mean to him yeah four seasons later and you're getting flashbacks that are far more in depth far more in detail far worse and they are heart wrenching but then like going back to season one and you say oh yeah Bojack made a, a heart card for his dad for Father's Day and his dad shouts at him and it's funny because his dad's mean and then like later it's like so much worse that like yeah. the the weird juxtaposition of like early seasons to latter seasons is it's wonderful. I think one of the like the last episodes that I watched, I can't even remember what it was about really. It was like it were underwater. Oh, like, yeah. That's season two. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so I only got like two or three seasons in. I think. Yeah. Never got bored. But yeah, I think Breaking Bad will always be one of my favorite TV programs. It was phenomenal. And then obviously you got Games of Th- Game of Thrones, uh, which were phenomenal. Did you not like Game of Thrones? Not by the end of it, no. Last oh. two seasons are awful. Oh no, I love season seven. Season season seven was probably the best season for me. Season seven, the last one. Season eight was the last season, and that was. Uh, season six then. Season six was the good one. Season seven, if you remember, is the. It's like the one where. The, yeah, the kind of, the Lannisters kind of take over everything at that point. And they mm-hmm. kind of, uh, they win the war against. I can't even remember the family and get loads of gold and. Yeah. Everything's kind of going their way, and then. Yeah, that season eight, at the end of season seven. Is when they break, uh, they break down the wall. Yeah, that was uh, seasons. Season six was like the peak for me. All of season seven was like probably all right, but that that wasn't the point where they'd run out of book material. Like fully, there was nothing left. They were running on fumes, and they started making shit up, and just removing stuff that really should have been in there, getting rid of stuff that was important. Yeah. And then, like, by the end of season seven, they've built up so much stuff, and I'm like, you can't deal with this in... Like, you you could deal with this in one season if you write it really, really well. And then they did it in six episodes, and it was fucking terrible. Yeah. I think the only half-decent episode in the last season was the Winterfell one. Yep, that one was really good. If we could have seen it, the entire episode was pitch black. Like, mm. I'm pretty sure the day that episode came out, me and Becca tried to watch it like midday, and we couldn't. We had to wait for sunset to watch it because even with the curtains closed, couldn't watch it. Yeah. Even turning the brightness up on the TV didn't help. That episode was so poorly filmed. But if you remember, I'm pretty sure that was episode like two, three. Two or three? Yeah. Yeah. That should have been the final episode. Because for me, the entire series, the actual pressing issue was always the White Walkers. It was always the stuff of the North of the Wall. That was the real issue. Everything happening south of that 
is petty people arguing over a chair. Yeah. So it should have been, okay, we've all come together. Oh, we're going into this final fight. Oh no, you've stabbed us in the back. Oh fuck, everyone's trying trying to fight a war on two fronts. Blah, 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 blah. Alright, we've won. And then, like, last half an episode or an episode, settling everything in. Yeah. It was... Hated it. Yeah. There's, like, the odd TV series that I'll always go back to, like, Friends, Scrubs, How yep. I Met Your Mother. I, I'd like to rewatch Scrubs, but uh, Becca isn't, like, the hugest of fans of uh, medical stuff. Just because the inaccuracies, like, can yeah. bother her. No, I can kind of understand that. Um, Friends I've rewatched, rewatched about four or five years ago. Stuff happens a lot earlier on than I remember. Like, because yeah. I only ever, like, watched it on E4 when it was on, if there was nothing else on, and it just happened to be this thing that was on. Um, But, like, going going back, and, like, Chandler and Monica get together in, like, season two or three. They get together really early on. I thought that was, like, way later. But, it, yeah. There's a lot of episodes in each series. Yeah. Malcolm in the Middle is one that I would happily rewatch. I think if I'm, I might be wrong on this, so don't hold me to it, but I'm fairly certain that Malcolm in the Middle is now on Disney Plus. Wouldn't surprise me, because it was referenced in WandaVision. And I think it's. I think, it could be in the star. Yeah, the star yeah, category. Because that's where they've shoved all, like, quite a lot of the Fox stuff, uh, I think. Yeah. So it might be on there, which is great. Um, there's, like, a few episodes of um, just the first season, season that me and my dad always refer to. There's like a few episodes in like the first season of Malcolm yep. in the Middle that me and my dad always chat about. The water park episode. That one is the one that sticks in my mind the most. The rollerblading episode. Yep, hundred percent. They play Funky Town. I vividly remember that episode. And the one where the dad uh, rents like a steam, not a steam truck, like um, what they're called. Is it where he makes like, the speed bump? No, he, no, like, he yeah, steamroller. Yeah. Steamroller, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking of. Like, they're the two main ones that me and my dad always talk about. The one that I also... I just remember the bit of it. It's where... um, I think Stevie and Malcolm had fallen out. Yeah. And it's where Stevie gets, like, the mechanical legs <laughs> and beats the shit out of him. Oh, no, it's Reese. It's a... Uh, it's uh, Stevie and Reese have an argument, and then he just beats the shit out of him as a robot man. There's like just little bits that always come back that always cracks me up, like the f- the fact that um, the grandma's like a massive yep. racist, and in one of the episodes, the only way that they can get her to leave the house is by inviting the black friends round. Uh, the episode it's when. Uh, thingy. What's it? The the oldest brother, Francis. Francis. Where Francis is on the ranch, and then they get fireworks and they blind themselves at the end because they get like an illegal firework. <laughs> turns it to daylight. 
Yeah, there's like a few really, really good episodes in Malcolm in the Middle. There's oh. the one where um, they build like a massive slingshot on the roof. Yes. For yeah, yeah. And then they end up getting trapped on the roof. That's really funny. Uh, there's the episode where Dewey ends up getting addicted to cigarettes as a child. Uh, the episode where throughout the entire thing, like um, Lois gets in trouble for causing a car crash, and she is adamant that it is the other person's fault, and they end up getting like a VHS tape from where she works, showing that she's in the wrong. And she finally accepts she's like, fine, nope, yep, I was wrong. And she like super settles down and then they get another VHS tape that shows she was right. It's from another camera angle and they just destroy it. Yeah. There's like another episode where I can't remember what the evidence that they they had. They had evidence of... That was it. So when there was like... it was before like season one had started mm-hmm. that they'd somehow convinced the mum that she had cancer, so she, <laughs> so she didn't realise how bad the like the grades were or whatever they'd done, what like so they didn't get punished, and then just buried that evidence and said, um, basically. No matter how got bad it got, we weren't gonna turn e- turn on each other because we had this to fall back on. But now we're all moving out. We can destroy the evidence. Yep. Like Jesus Christ, that is fucking horrific. Yeah, Malcolm the Middle was a was a good one. Yeah. Oh, I know you won't have watched it. You should. You can watch all of it in like two hour, two and a half hours on YouTube. Uh, Clone High was a cartoon made by the two guys who I'm pretty sure wrote and directed, or at the very least directed, uh, the Lego movie. Okay. And Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. The two guys that directed those, they made a show in the early 2000s called Clone High. It does ring a bell. Yeah. Uh, It was on MTV, I'm pretty sure. It was about uh, the US government cloned a load of super famous people like Abe Lincoln and Cleopatra and Einstein and Gandhi and JFK and all these people they Mm. cloned all of them so they can use them for nefarious deeds but they all grew up at the same time and they're all teenagers now so they're all in high school Okay. so Clone High is about all these uh, cloned teenagers in high school and it's really funny it's coming back uh, MTV have uh, picked it up again because, like, just semi recently, it's just blown up out, almost out of nowhere. It's just come out. Um, okay. Like a load of people have just watched it new because this it came out like two thousand and two. Came out at the same time that Scrubs first started airing. Mm. It's wonderful. It's really funny. Uh, still, be bringing that back. Yeah, which I'm very happy about. And I'm pretty sure Daria as well, which I don't think you'll have watched. Um, it was a spin-off of uh, Beavis and Butthead. It's just it's just a solid show. It's about a misanthropic teenager. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't watched all of it. I watched about half of it. But from what I watched, I enjoyed. And I caught like the last um, like half an hour, 20 minutes of one of the Austin Power films the other day. 
and just forgot how good they were. I haven't seen them in ages. I remember by the third one, they were making jokes at the fact that they were just reusing jokes from the first two. I remember enjoying them well enough. They are probably quite dated and probably make some, uh, let's say, less than tasteful jokes. Definitely. But, but yeah, I haven't seen them in... I think last, last I watched Goldmember when I was 14 at my dad's, and that's the last time I watched a Austin Powers film. I'd definitely say watch them again, because I'm going to rewatch them. They're brilliant. <laughs> They're stupid. But then again, it's my sense of humour because there's plenty of puns in there. Yeah. I, I like a good pun. I, recently, I watched a video with um, Adam Savage talking about how. Did you ever watch Mythbusters? I've seen the occasional clip. Yeah, uh, apparently, like the the English version of Mythbusters has an English uh, narrator, mm. and the episodes were half an hour long. Mm-hmm. In America, the episodes were like a full hour, and the narrator did a lot more talking. And uh, he was asked, "Oh, did you ever get to meet the narrator?" He was like, "Yeah, no, uh, we met a good few times. I consider him a friend. He was hilarious." And like all of the American version of Mythbusters is jokes. Like, all of it is really shitty puns. <laughs> like, really bad puns. It was like, yeah, he just had a way of reading them where you can, like, tell there's a smile in his voice, but he's also acknowledging the fact that the joke is terrible. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, I-, I like a good pun. It's very heavily in dad joke territory, but... Yeah, you never like any of my puns. No, because... Becca, every now and again, she'll tell a joke that is a play on words. And I won't laugh, but I won't laugh because the the joke has been actually quite smart and it's taken me like two or three seconds to be like, what the fuck are you on about? Oh, that was really <laughs> fucking smart. I like that one. No, I'm usually relatively quick with those. I usually click on fairly quickly. So what's the topic? Oh, it's crafts. Crafts. I was going to talk about the different crafts that I have done to uh, some extent. Okay. What crafts have you crafted? Well, it's, it's mostly the dice. Like, I need to get back into it, and uh, I will be doing soon. I just need to get some more silicon and some more resin to actually do the stuff. Okay. But I have a pressure, pressure pot, pressure chamber, for making moulds and then using those moulds to make resin casts of stuff. And I also have behind my TV over there, I have a 3D printer. So it's mostly dice that I want to be doing because that's, you know, one of my interests. So I can 3D model and print some dice with specific faces on them. I can design the own. I say I can do it. I can't. But I could pay someone to. Like I've got a friend who does 3D modeling as one of his hobbies, so I could ask him to do it. And I'm sure he wouldn't have any issue doing so. But, so I can design my own dice with my own font, my own design on each face, chuck that into the 3D printer, 3D print that off, tidy that up, put it on a stem, and make a mould of it. Mm-hmm. So, two parts silicon, put it together, put the thing in there, then put that in the pressure pot, because when you mix two things together to make the silicon mould, you get a load of air in there. And air can make imperfections in the mold that you're actually making. Because obviously if 
part of the object has been submerged and there's a big bubble the bubble is part of the mold yeah which is less than ideal and will require a lot more cleanup well i was watching uh tiktok about this the other day actually and they're saying if you because you when you're making it what you're best doing is because obviously you put the the thing whatever you're making like a, a cast of or whatever yeah if you put that in there and then pour it into the corner yep. instead of onto the thing, it's far less likely to bubble. Yes. The difficulty with dice is especially if you... Because if I wanted to, I could just make a die that was like completely smooth faces and paint the numbers on. Yeah. But that's going to chip off a lot easier. So realistically, you want indented um, lettering or numbering that you then fill in yeah. with... Uh, paint or ink or whatever because then it's going to stay in there it's not going to chip off and it's legible even if you don't paint it uh the issue is that yeah, whatever cool. face you have on the bottom if you have a face on the bottom even if you're filling in from the side it's not going to fill in that gap that's under it because it's not going to want to flow in so yeah tipping it pouring into a corner trying to make sure everything gets filled in equally but then when you put it into a pressure pot the immense pressure in there is about 40 bar 40 bar of pressure it shrinks all the bubbles down to something that is practically like if you had really bubbly resin and you let it settle a bit and all the big bubbles pop and then you put it in pressure pot it'll be entirely clear by the time it's set and then when you let it out all it's set with the bubbles so tiny that they're imperceivable i'm sure if you get a micro mic microphone microscope onto it you'd be able to see a few bubbles at least but to the naked eye, no bubbles. So, yeah, and then when you mix the... So you do that, you make the mould, you take the original out, you can make another mould from that if it's still in good condition, you can carry on doing that. Okay. Then it's uh, deciding, like, what kind of resin you're going to be using, because resin... The main differences in resins come in time it takes to cure and how long you have to work with it and how hard it is when it's done okay. that's practically it hmm. so you can get some resins that are really really hard but more brittle you can get some that are lighter like a little bit and you can get some that are like a little bit softer so they're not they'll scratch easier but they're not going to shatter so it's just trying to figure out like what actual like density and hardness that you need and then you decide, because if you want a solid color, mm. you've got a few options. If you want it to be, to, if you want it to be transparent, you want to use an alcohol ink. Because if you use regular regular inks, like ink you'd use for like a pen or whatever, yeah, or a quill or stuff like that, those are generally water based. Okay. And they evaporate over time. But if you put that into your resin it's adding water to the resin so the resin resin isn't going to cure properly and it'll still be quite soft even after it's fully finished okay but if you use alcohol ink it is like 99.9% alcohol with a load of pigment in it so you pour that in mix it up all the alcohol evaporates off you're just left with the pigment in there but it'll be a it'll be a transparent color if you want something solid you've got to put like pigment powder in like okay. actual powder that stops the light passing through okay. so you gotta think about those options then you gotta think like what colors play do you want complementary colors do you want uh 
non-complementary, and I can't think of the word. Yeah, I still can't think of the word. Uh, colours that contrast. Okay. Contrast well, because some, like, just nice swelled black and white dice would be nice enough. Uh, but then, like, green and purple, that's going to look a little bit weird. And then you've got to think on what who you're designing them for. Are you designing them for somebody's first game in which case just a nice set of like kind of glittery and a color and maybe a swirl or two who knows that'd be nice mm -hmm. enough but then if you're making it for someone specific and you're thinking oh i want to make it for their character their D, D character you can put a bit more thought into it you're like oh, okay well they're like a nature druid or something so i'm gonna go for a green color scheme like greens browns then maybe some gold for the color for the lettering or whatever that'd be yeah. nice because no uh <clears throat> Becker quite, quite likes her arts and crafts and all that sort of stuff. She's a very good painter. Um, you showed me a painting of uh, one that she did of you two, a few, I think, a few weeks ago. That were very good. Yes. Yeah, she did. It is uh, absolutely lovely. That's kind of why I let you and Be you do all the arty stuff. I'm terrible at that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not very good. Like, I dabble in pixel art as well. That's like one of the other things that I do. I'm more... trying to teach myself to do regular artwork as well because it's just a nice skill to have. It's nice to have something where I can be like, I don't want to consume any media right now. I want to do something creative. Yeah, you're but more artistically inclined than I am. I even I'm not. Like, I struggle. Like, oh, like, the amount of times that I've been like, oh, I've got a... I've got like half a day to myself. I'll sit down, I'll do a doodle, I'll do some artwork or something. Sit down, but... Nope, no idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm terrible at drawing, painting, all that sort of stuff. Like, I've done, I, I do well to draw a, a stick man. I'm yeah, just not like... very good at drawing at all, it's just not something. I could honestly practice for two hours a day for the rest of my life. And still not get good at art, yeah, or uh, drawing, or painting, or any of that sort of stuff. One of my friends, Simon, he uh, he is very against telling kids you can be whatever you want to when you grow up, because some people are just not inclined in certain ways. Yeah. Like he said, he tried like really hard for like five solid years of like drawing for a solid amount of time every week. And at the end of it, he could, like, just about draw a cartoon man. Yeah. To no level of degree that he was happy with. Like, yeah, you can throw yourself at something really, really hard and still not come... Like, it's just how easy he picks stuff up. Yeah, I think... I think the whole thing with... You, you can be what you want to be. No, you can be... Either miserable and do a shit job that you hate. Or, if you're lucky you're good at something that pays all right mm. and you do that yeah there, there's i am a big believer in chaos theory like a uh, fucking jeff goldblum in jurassic park where although i believe that we fully 100 percent have free reign over our lives and you can make all the decisions that you ever want to make all of the decisions that you are ever going to make are all predetermined based on stuff that happened a million years ago. You are only yourself based on every interaction you have ever had. Yeah. But every interaction that has ever occurred is only 
caused by every interaction that happened to that person or being or whatever yeah. before that. You are the person you are because you have lived the life that you have, but it is impossible that you would live any other life than the one that you had because you were born at the time that you were. You yeah. interacted with the people that you interacted with. You made the decisions that led your life to the path of where you are now. But you made those decisions because of how your life had been up until that point. Yeah. Like, yes, you have free reign. You have free will over your own life. But also, all those are already predetermined because of the life you have led up until this point. If you choose to go to uni to do such a course, you will always have chosen to do that course because of the life you have led. That, Like, yes, you get the choice, but... Unless you, you have been influenced by your entire life and you made that choice because of all those influences. Like, Unless you believe in the multiverse. I don't. Like, to an extent, sure. But it was once explained to me, it's like, oh yeah, well, if you can imagine a universe, then it exists. Alright, I'm imagining a universe in which they open a portal that opens right next to me right here, right now. Mm, no, it doesn't. Hmm. When you listen to people like Tyson, smart people, yeah, well, yeah, smart people. Fuck. Look at why fuck smart people. No, fuck the idiots <laughs> like us that don't understand it. But yeah, fuck it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna say. I'm an idiot. When you listen to, I think you were saying Tyson, but I. Don't know. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson, right. Yeah. He explains it. He goes, oh, yeah, that actually kind of makes sense, but I don't think it's proven. No. I think it's just a, a concept at this point. Conceptually, yeah. Um, I keep meaning to watch um, the master classes. Have you seen them advertised online? No idea. So. For example, for example, Eminem. So, yes. the, the master class would be what he's very good at. Something that he's mastered. Yeah. So, rapping. Okay. And then he does so many episodes hmm. that can, I think they're all about five, ten minutes each. Going through, like, each stage of how he builds an album, like a rap album. Uh, that, oh. I was talking to Mick at work, yes, um... Yeah, yesterday. How about, like, yes, I would really like to learn the ukulele. I own one. It is hard to learn how to learn. They don't teach you that in school. Like, if you're interested in something, it is easy to take something in. Yeah. But I am interested in learning this instrument. It is very difficult to find anywhere online that is like, oh yeah, here's the stuff that you need to practice to improve. Yeah. It's very easy to easy to find a song and its tabs and try and learn it but the ability to learn how to learn something like learn where to start like if you wanted to get good at drawing what are you gonna do yeah where's what where is what are the fundamentals and basics that you need to learn first before you start doing everything else yeah um but yeah there's like a few like master classes on different things and um, not Justin Timberlake. Uh, I can't think of what it, I always get mixed up with Justin Timberlake because the names are similar. He's basically a producer. Oh, okay. 
Um, but like he takes you how he, he his masterclass is basically takes you through on how he produces his own albums and stuff. Yeah. And then you get there's lots of them. There's literally hundreds of them, but I think they're quite expensive. I think yeah. I've got a few. I found like a few dodgy ones online and stuff to watch. Yeah. That's why I'm a. I'm always because I watch quite a lot of YouTube. That's where like a good 90% of my entertainment comes from. Yeah. I'm always... Whenever you see an advert for Skillshare, I'm always kind of interested, because it's a similar concept. It's like, hey, I am someone who's been doing this for however long. Yeah. Here are the basics. Okay, you've got the basics down. Here's the next one up. Here is the next step that you can take to improve in such thing. Like, uh, But there's such a wide range of stuff on there. Like, it's stuff from... Hey, I'm going to teach you about animation. Hey, I'm going to teach you about drawing. Hey, I'm going to teach you about creating a brand online. Hey, I'm going to teach you how to cook. Okay. It is literally just learning skills yeah. on there. It's like, I think the offer normally is like, oh, you get a couple months free and then it's $10 a month or something, which I might ask for for my birthday, to be honest, because it's nice to be able to go to somewhere professional, because if I can get something for free, great, but I know it's going to be budget. Yeah. Like, I can probably learn to do a lot of stuff on YouTube. However, if I'm paying for it, I'm going to assume the quality of the teaching is going to be better. Yeah. So I've just got, like, the Masterclass up now. And Neil deGrasse Tyson's on there. Because mm. I've watched some of his. And the one that he did is... Um, it teaches you how to... teaches scientific thinking and communication. So it's how to how scientists think about an issue yes or how they think about a problem then figure out how to solve that problem and then communicate it in a way that you're going to understand yeah so it's something that obviously over his career he's had to master yeah to kind of get to where he is at the moment but there's literally hundreds of them Mm. um I can't remember what the guy's called, but there was another one that was like a NASA astronaut, hmm. and he talks about uh, like working for NASA and going up in a rocket and kind of everything that you need to do to kind of prepare for that. And yeah. All that sort of stuff. So they are really interesting. Oh. Um, so it's kind of like people at the top of their profession saying this is why I'm at the top of this is how I've mastered what I do quite like um you know like TED Talks um there's a YouTube channel I can't remember what it's called it's called like Google Talks or something but it's just where they will get a relatively famous person it's similar to what you talk like masterclass stuff but um they got Alton Brown in and Alton Brown is a guy who worked for the Food Network doing like adverts and stuff yeah got annoyed that nobody was doing a scientific food like show like not just here is a recipe follow my recipe here's the recipe you finished it good job you're done teaching you the scientific process of what's going on at each step like not even super sciencey just just going hey people people say oh yeah if you're cooking like a steak or something or beef, you can uh, soak it in wine beforehand to make it juicier. That's just something that people accept and they go, oh yep, that's fine. Uh, put 
meat in wine make juicy? Technically, no. What happens is the alcohol content in the wine scars the exterior of the meat so that when you do cook it off, the juices that are already in the meat can't leak out because the exterior is already scarred to some to some extent. Yeah, so, so it's it just teaching. Seals it. Yeah, it's like uh, if you're ever doing like stew or something using like cut up beef, fry it, sear it all off first because you're gonna get a lot of flavor from searing it off that you're not gonna get if you just chuck it straight in the fucking liquid. Yeah. But also it sears off the outside, so the liquid that's the fluid and the juices that are already in the meat aren't just gonna flow out as soon as you boil it. Yeah. So we teach you stuff like that, not just facts of beef go in wine make juicy it's oh here's what happens when you do that this is what happens and why it happens yes so then in your head you go oh okay i wonder if i can do the same thing with beer because i'm using this other kind of meat and then you do it and it works and you go okay i have internalized that not just a fact i have retained a bit of information yes that i can take and do with other stuff okay it's like uh, just very simply when you make like a custard or something a really good one is when you're making a cake generally when you're making a cake if you need to sub something out for like if somebody's got an allergy like um eggs yeah you can replace an egg with a banana yeah you can generally get away with one but you have to think about what's happening like if you make a cake and there's butter in it yeah and you're like, oh, I don't have any butter. But oil's the same, it's just fat. You have to think that butter, after the cake has cooled down, all the butter that's in that cake mix is going to cool down and firm up again. If you do it with oil, oil doesn't cool down and solidify. It stays liquid at room temperature. So it's not going to firm up. Your cake is going to be super fucking soggy. Yeah. Because you've used oil as opposed to butter. You need... And eggs eggs when they cook firm up yeah that happens within a cake you've put eggs in so it firms up and then maintains its shape that's the protein within the cake if you're subbing that out for something else you need to put something in that's going to firm up yeah otherwise it's not going to work okay it's also like different kind of thickening agents like you can use an egg yolk to thicken things because when you heat an egg yolk it goes solid yeah so put that into a sauce and then heat up that sauce that egg yolk is still going to solidify but spread out through the through the entirety of the sauce but it's only going to thicken to that point that's it yeah so it then makes a watery sauce thick yeah but once it is thickened it's not going to any thicker other than you evaporating more liquid off yeah you've just got to think about like oh i'm putting this in for this reason right if i'm not putting that in yeah this one thing isn't going to happen to this thing so it's not going to come out right oh interesting yeah Yeah, like alton brown did a full talk about that and someone asked him was like oh hey when you're subbing stuff out in a cake like what can you get away with it was like generally you can get away with one and you'll have an okay cake yeah sub out more than one integral ingredient and it's going to start going fucky yeah oh bloody hell it's been like an hour and 20 minutes jeez yeah 
we've done all right, probably. We have done. Yeah. Should we leave it there? We can do, yeah. I think we've gone, started off topic, gone on topic. And then gone off topic again. Gone off topic. So this is usually where we cut it. Yeah, right. Right. See you in a bit, Pablo. Right. See you in a bit. Thank you.